Fat Boy Show. Hello, welcome to the Fat Boy Show on this 16th day of February 2022. By the way, if you didn't know, today is the Janan Luomo Day. So people that do not work in the media industry like me are home, flossing, having a good time because it's a public holiday. But us here at RX Radio and on the Fat Boy Show, we bring you important conversations and beautiful music. So... If you have been watching the news or following what's been happening in the news, you know that torture has been on everyone's mouth in this country. What from the arrest and alleged torture of Kakwenza Rukira Bashaija and many other Ugandans that have been arrested, detained and then only for them to reappear with uh, scars or healing wounds and saying that uh, they have been tortured during incarceration. So dozens of torture survivors on Monday trooped the office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights, accusing the Uganda Human Rights Commission of being silent on torture incidents by security operatives. The more than 50 members of the torture survivors of Uganda called for the United Nations to cut funding for the Uganda Human Rights Commission. Their petition comes at a time when torture incidents have increased with the most recent victims being Samuel Masereka, an NUP coordinator from Kasese district that was uh, incarcerated for about 34 days, and uh, novelist Kakwenza Rukirabashaija, who has since fled the country. So this petition was led by John Bosco Serunkoma, an LC5 councillor representing Nansana West Ward in Wakiso District, who is on the phone with us this morning. Good morning, Mr. Serunkoma. Good morning, how are you? I am fine. Tell us about this petition and what you hope to achieve. Uh, uh, let me that you mentioned uh, about myself, I'm telling my John Bosco, a leader and also an activist. More agency, a future survivor. Yesterday, uh, we, the future survivors, called upon UN Office of the High Commission for Human Rights to stop funding the Uganda Human Rights Commission. Uh, uh, depending on the following uh, uh, terms, uh, the Uganda Human Rights Commission has which is appointed by the president, so-called dictator of Uganda, which dictator we know is the perpetrator of all that that is being done on, on we, the survivors, and generally on Uganda. So they cannot adequately respond to matters of torture. The Uganda Human Rights Commission leadership even condemned Ugandans to criticize uh, the police. And when we all know that in this country, abusive police, Live on complete impunity and torture Ugandan. Why should you earn money uh, go to such an institution to defend police and other armed services when they torture us? UN agencies in Uganda have a long history of being friendly and supportive of the seven regimes which help and tolerate torture with their money. Many wanted to challenge their funding. Mm. to an institution which never responds to the injustices, uh, torture, uh, and all forms of human rights abuse. So we wanted to challenge the UN as one funder, as one uh, stakeholder of this uh, human rights of Uganda. We were like, we are 
challenging uh, the, the funding that goes out to an institution which never cares about people that it is supposed to care of, but rather defend the acts of torture by the regime, by the seven government. Mm. I was abducted for my place, which is illegal, uh, abductions out of the law. I was tortured uh, in Mbuya military facility where CMI is located for almost an, a month of torture. Then after, they, they forced a case which is related to military against me and had to try me in a military court. Being a civilian, it is also out of the law. I was tried in two different courts at almost the same time. Then remanded to a prison where I spent nine months of legal remand. That is serving out of mandatory time. I served ten months, uh, and yet the case that was opened against me, I was supposed to spend one day. days. But because of bad governance, uh, because of fakeness uh, of even human rights, I had to serve it and no one came to, to bother about my justice, not even the human life which was challenging today. So in those 10 months that you served, uh, had you been sentenced or you were on remand? I never been sentenced, but due to the pressure that arose from, from people outside, from my voters and from many Ugandans who were concerned about how my rights were being abused, uh, they sent they had lawyer, you can imagine, they denied my lawyer even access to ask for bail for me, neither asking for them to take me for trial. But Lada sent me their defense lawyer. I think they did that to avoid shame, to avoid being ashamed, who came with the documents of bail and they had to take me for the application process until they released me in the door. So this bail was uh, granted to you after 10 months in incarceration? After 10 months of even illegal demand. I was serving as a slave in prison. Because according to our constitution, a person on a such offense is supposed to spend at least one ten days, which is given death, to either carry out investigation on the matter or granting that person a bail. But none of the above was given to me or was done on me. So the Uganda Human Rights Commission uh, made a comment regarding the accusations uh, that uh, your group uh, meted on them. And they said that most of these cases or complaints have not been registered with them. So they are unaware of these torture allegations. What do you have to say about that? They're just justifying that because of the pressure that, that I think we put on them yesterday. But nothing they have to say. They are very aware of everything. Those very people sent a lawyer who never took any action over my situation. She came, she took my my details, and she promised to fight for my justice. But since then, I've, I've been approached by anybody from them. And one of my colleagues, I mean, among those who went to UN together with, uh, tried to go and find justice from there. But what they had to tell him is that he doesn't have evidence that he was tortured before and that he should, he should leave their premises. So what kind of evidence do they want uh, victims to provide as proof? Do I even know? It is just about justification because they cannot respond uh, to such action 
I mean to search human rights studies, which is generally done by their perpetrator, by their boss, who appoints the chairperson of the commission. And who is this boss? And, and that is Mr. Museveni, who edits. So in the events that uh, funding to the Uganda Human Rights Commission has not been uh, cut or scraped off like you desire, what will be your way forward? Uh, we are still moving forward. We are still taking other legal means mm. of expressing our terror. If UN responds, I mean gives no response uh, about our statement, we are going to move to other funders of that institution, mm. reporting ourselves to them. We know that it is not only the United Nations that funds uh, Uganda Human Rights Commission, the other stakeholders, like uh, America, we know, uh, funds a lot, and we are still preparing to move up to their embassy. And to many other stakeholders, we are still taking other measures, like challenging the constitutional mistake, which gives the minimum seven power to appoint the chairperson of human rights. And, and yet the whole world knows that he is the perpetrator of, of, of torture, is the perpetrator of all kinds of human rights abuse in our country. So we are going to take all those measures until justice prevails. Okay. Um, I understand during that incarceration, at some point, your family believed that you were dead and even held a vigil for you thinking that you had passed on. But then police later released pictures showing that you were alive and in Kitalia prison. How was it when you rejoined your family? How did you feel about that, seeing your people again? Uh, I'm sure it didn't only affect my family, mm. but me too was affected. But uh, being sincere, being real, by the time they announced me dead, I was still not in good condition because of how much I was tortured by the military. Mm. So uh, I, I was not surprised getting them uh, still hoping for my coming back because they knew that I did nothing and they used to pray that I, I come back alive. I believe it was a great moment when they see you again. Not only my family. But, but your voters too. My voters too and uh, Ugandans at large. Yes. I think uh, people trust you. I mean, your voters went ahead and voted for you even when not knowing or being sure whether you were still alive or okay. That takes a lot of trust. <laughs> Yeah, it is not just trusting, but it is another sign that shows that people on the ground, all Ugandans, know how our government takes charges against Ugandans and how it tortures people who go against their will. Okay, Mr. Serunkuma, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us here on the Fat Boy Show. And uh, we wish you the best of luck in your endeavors. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. RX Radio.